Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and the City podcast, where we dive into every episode of Sex and the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis, as always. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I almost forgot my own name. That was uh, weird. Well, like during that introduction, I was like, who am I? Do you need me to start typing it out to you? Maybe. Maybe. Um, what's your day been like? So for you the know? last two weeks, I've been struggling a lot with like depression and anxiety and like just Uh-oh. really down bad. Like I, I told my mom over the weekend, I was like, mom, something is really wrong. Like I just feel weird. And um, I woke up today. I took Ruby for a nice long walk and I feel so much better. You're back? Yeah. Like I just don't feel as like adrift. That's good. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, well, you know, things are afoot and amiss and nothing seems right in this world, of course. Mm. But that's just, what are, what are we going to do about it, you know? Um, but everything seems okay, you know? I spent the weekend mostly in bed, watched a lot of Desperate Housewives. That's but that was mostly yesterday. Doing. I don't even know what I did on Saturday. Saturday just, like, came and went. Yeah, what episode have you been where i'm on season four um i'm watching all of season four it's the introduction of Catherine mayfair played beautifully by dana delaney is that the eco-terrorist no this is like the brie vandekamp like esque woman who comes in she's got a daughter played by the worst actress in the entire world and a hot husband nathan filione and um the tornado comes to town who's her daughter I don't have a name on the actress, but she's truly making Julie look like Meryl Streep. No. Okay. Yeah. What is the woman's name? Catherine Mayfair on the show or the Cat, Yeah, because then I can find out who her daughter is. Catherine. Gorgeous gal. Gorgeous gal. Dark hair. Beautiful eyes. Desperate. Can't act. But so she's supposed to be like Brie a Camp vibe. Catherine Mayfair. Yes. Yeah. And then she's got a secret dog. The reason I'm enjoying it is because I really don't remember what the secret is so i'm really trying to get at it mm-hmm. carlos is blind um a cocaine dealer just moved in with them uh lynette had cancer susan is pregnant oh i know this actress i can't figure out what she's been in but she has that face and yes she can't act i don't th- i but here's the thing about her face she looks like 97 other people that's the thing she could be 97 other people yeah all of whom can't act wow um, I want to play a quick game with you, but before we do that, okay, I want to shout out to something that did come across my desk okay. this weekend, and that is a photo of baby Thaddeus. Now, I don't think we've spoken of him. N- now, there are a lot of ways to be a shorty, right? Mm-hmm. This woman, no, of course, she didn't name her baby Sam or Chris, and that's its own, although I don't know if we're a middle name, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she named her baby after the love of my life in middle school, but she did reach out and say Thaddeus is a great name. And I thought, you know what? I'm picking it. She named that baby after this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I got my eyes on baby Thaddeus. She sent me a little photo of him. Seek it, baby. My heart exploded out of my body. No. And as much as the Scavo children make me want to literally rip my own dick off to ensure <laughs> no children ever come of it, th- I was ready to impregnate everyone when I saw baby Thaddeus. <laughs> He's gorgeous. Well, I love that. Congrats. Your baby will do that to you. And that's an iconic shorty. So, you know, if you are willing to name your child after either of us or someone we have mentioned on this podcast, but like it has to be a hero. And I don't know that Thaddeus was a hero on this podcast. He didn't treat me well, but. (laughs) No, but he has a legacy. And I did. I never loved someone else like that. So you'll haven't never been, love anyone more than your middle school crush. Like, and I haven't been able to. I'm not willing to put my heart out there like that. Nope, nope, like, nope. <laughs> People are After like, oh, that, you seem a little really distant. really likes I, Mariah Carey. I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to trust again. Yeah. And like people talk, we've talked about it in therapy and they're like, you never? And I'm like, I just don't think I can. I can't be I can't vulnerable get there. in that way again. Mm-hmm. I, unfortunately. Yeah, that's tough, you know. And, and they're like, you want to work on it? I'm like, not really. I can't be hurt like that again. That's kind of what I'm struggling with right now is like, sometimes like there's things I, people are like, well, don't you want to like work on that? And I'm like, no. No. Particular. no. Like, can I just be? 
It's like when I my therapist was like, we should really work on your disdain for weak people. Like, don't you at least think they deserve like your pity or empathy? And I was like, no, unfortunately, I do not believe that. Right. And they were like, so something you want to talk about? And I was like, not, no, I'm good. This is not sometimes... something I feel like I need to do homework on. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's okay to like not really unpack things. Like there are things that I'm okay with just like letting it be. And it's like, I'm not prioritizing that. They're like, sometimes she's like, can we put it on a list? I'm like, no. I love that you're telling your therapist no. It's just like someday, look, it's a reciprocal relationship. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to see you twice next week. And I will probably not arrive to either session, even though they're on the phone. <laughs> you have therapy over the phone? Oh, yeah. I've been doing therapy over the phone pre-pandy. I don't have time oh, to go there really? anymore. Yeah, it's like once you've been in a relationship with a the therapist long enough and you also know how to do the act of it, the idea of going to that office is just a barrier to success. And again, I do often miss it. <laughs> Or I'm like, I, 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 I don't have the energy to dial that number today. Yeah. I'm like, I could take that hour doing something else. Well, congrats to the shorty and Thaddea, baby Thad. Baby Thaddeus. What a cutie. Um, before we plug the Patreon, I have been doing this new thing with friends that I saw and a colleague at work where we've been blind ranking things. Okay. Do you know what this is? No. So I am going to list five things in a row and you have to rank them one through five but you won't know what the next one is okay so if i list so i'm going to list to you sex in the city boyfriends in a row five. Oh, so like i can't go out of the gate and be like number one off the top you can but you have to realize that then that More is your is number one mm-hmm. okay Got, just, do you get it yeah yeah so out of five where would you rank mr pussy oh my god <laughs> I would rank Mr. Pussy. One through one through five. That's it? One through five. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say a four. And why is he four? Because I'm too I wanna put him at number five, but like You do. Mm-hmm. And why was so you have disdain for Mr. Pussy. Hate it. Even though he has a well, of course. <laughs> we've discussed. You, well, no, I, and we've shared that on the podcast that, you know, not everybody likes when somebody goes down. Actually, I think most people do like when people go down. They do. It's just really, yeah. You specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Lumley. You ready for it? Who's that? You fucking bitch. You fucking whore. Thank God. Number five. <laughs> I hate that m- I hate him. No, no, you're gonna nope, ruin. You can't change no, it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nope, he's number five. You know specifically that I hate these people. Okay. okay. And I love. No, I will say I did just sort of make this list. I of five boyfriends. I didn't really think about it, but I cannot believe who the next name is I'm coming in myself. is Mr. Ray King, the Jazz Man. Oh, the one with ADHD. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> number three all right then we've got so james. i have two of my top spot oh One. little dick little dick <sighs> i wish he was number five <laughs> i mean i guess he's number two adam ball remember him the little gentleman named adam ball it's spunky funk I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> is your number one <laughs> He's the hottest one. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't have Alexander to taste Lumley it all the time. I would argue you don't, as I said in that very episode, you don't have to taste. You can perform that act without ever tasting something. Right. I'm happy with that list. All right. So we've got Adam Ball, then James, then Ray, then Al, then Mr. Pussy. Mm-hmm. Then coming in dead last is Alexander Lumley. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people would have him close to the top. Why? He's gorgeous and a lot. I don't think what he did was that bad. Screamed in her face, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. A lot of people pay for that. Uh, not me. I'm just saying. Not me. A lot of people give it away for free. No, thank you. I really was hoping I should have put Ray King last and to have him be your number one. The ADHD boy? Yeah. See, so so I got to work on the way I list them. But this yeah. is just five random. I just threw them down. But I, I love was so good. scared my last one was going to be Skipper. No, I, I didn't want to put anyone to. I wanted it to be five randos. Okay. They were random. 
and a nice approximation of all four gals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we'll be blind ranking maybe more things over on Patreon, Housewives. But mm-hmm. this week, guys, we're getting into spooky season. And this week's bonus episode, so join quick if you want it. It's going to come out on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going deep into the Scream franchise. Yeah, deep. Because. Deep. We're watching all of them. I've <laughs> never seen them. watching one a night. Yeah. I started we gotta, this fact, journey. Wrap this up to get, we got to wrap this up by seven so we have time for your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. I um, have never seen Scream. So it was my first time on Saturday. I watched the first one. And then last night I watched the second one. Now what one. called you to it? You know, I was at home and I, it was on my Are they available Max, to stream? On Max. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All of them. Nice. Mm-hmm. All six. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to get into the screen movies, Gail Weathers, Sydney, Ghostface, Billy. or Dewey. Billy. 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 Oh, my gosh. One skeet Ulrich. One of the finest actors of his generation. So someone, like, DM'd me when I was posting about skeet. Billy. And... They said something about Skeet Ulrich, and I was like, I think that's a typo. Like, I don't I don't know that that's his name. And then I took myself over to Google. His name is Skeet. Yeah, Skeet Skeet. Oh, Skeet Skeet. Uh, well, again, as I always say, if you like that content, you're going to love, you're <laughs> going to like the way you look over at Patreon. Mm-hmm. And you can join us at patreon.com slash podcast. Of course, we want to thank our iconic shorties. Here we go. Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Laura, Laura, sorry, Charlotte, Taylor, Alexandra, Dana, Laura Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Justine, Alexandra, Grace, Allison, Haley P, Haley D, Rosie, Claire, Haley M, Erica, Emmy, and Davida. You know what's funny is, is that Grace's name written here is Gracie, and yet each week I read it as Grace. I know. And I could just simply type it as the way I want to read it. But, but I guess maybe to. she typed Gracie into in, Yeah, her name is Gracie. Patreon. It isn't. It is. <laughs> that her legal name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could not even be Grace. It's like Angela. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Lindsay. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Today we are covering Season 6, Episode 13, Let There Be Light. We'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie gets in bed with the Russian. Miranda and Steve break up with Robert, Samantha meets Mr. Wright again, and Charlotte seeks purpose in her pain. What'd you think of this one? Wait. Did you not watch the right episode? <laughs> what did you what did you watch? Oh God. What'd you and watch? I was wondering. <laughs> is this the right episode? Maybe I watched the wrong one. No, this is the right one, I think. What did you watch? I watched the one after this one. What's what? Oh, the so the one with Steve and Miranda's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> do you at least remember this episode I, enough for us to talk about? Yes, it? I do. Okay. But I was like, I watched it and I was like, wow, we really like escalated things here. I was like, I swear, Chris said Doctor Robert appeared in this episode. Where but is we've he? We've also been saying that all season. <laughs> yeah, it was like he could show up in the finale. For all I know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it didn't even dawn on me. All right. So, my apologies. Um, what are your memories of this episode? Do you remember yes, any of it? <laughs> I do. I remember Miranda ran into Dr. Robert and she was very like, oh my God, he's in love with me, Steve. And then Steve like went over to his apartment and he was. Do you remember liking this one, disliking it? We're really working from like sense memory. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I, these are like, an, this is an arc that I really enjoy. So, like, I like. Now, how did this happen? Didn't you see the one we watched last week and just click the next one? I thought so. <laughs> did you keep watching last week? What do you mean? Like, did you watch this episode last week so then it appeared this one was new to watch? I think maybe my finger just accidentally hit, like... It was just like, well, this is what's in front of one. me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, my apologies, um, everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't apologize to me. Apologize I'm not. To I'm who, apologizing to our listeners. Yeah, to the listeners who have to wa- try to watch you remember this. Sorry. Your eyes bugged out. Like, mm. <laughs> well, like when you were describing it, like the synopsis, I was like, 
You were like, hmm, I'm like, Charlotte seeks remember. purpose in her pain. You were like, I don't remember at a dog park. <laughs> I was like, he's not mentioning Samantha as cancer. That's yeah, strange. I, like, that was, I thought that was a pretty big deal. <laughs> Miranda got married. But sure, like, let's focus on Dr. Robert. <laughs> yeah, you're like, huh, memory serves. I thought Miranda was married, but i guess i guess they talked about dr robert at one point i maybe like oh my god that's so funny okay all right so charlotte has to wait two months to get pregnant again and <clears throat> she mentions that she might go back to work which i i really appreciated them um you know layering in the idea that she tried to she could would consider going back to work mm -hmm. and also that we get this knowledge that charlotte never was going to like stay at work like she even says like once i get pregnant i would have to quit and it's like would you mm -hmm. um and i didn't know you have to wait two months after you have a miscarriage to try again i've heard that yeah like it's rec um, I guess like doctors like recommend that. And that's what they said. She they're wa she's walking around the park with Anthony who's incredibly rude while she's talking about like her life. And he can be really fucking rude. It was just like I don't understand why this is a character we all love. <laughs> like rewatching the show I remember left. him funnier than he was. I didn't remember him like so mean. He's so nasty. Yeah, he's really nasty. And I get why Stanford left. But then I was wondering, seeing him, I was like, was Willie Garson busy? Was he filming another show? Why isn't he on this show more? Because it's a lot of Stanford. I mean, it's you a lot of Anthony. Anthony. God, you haven't watched the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this show? It's a lot of Mr. Pussy. It's a lot of Alexander Lumley, in my opinion. <laughs> seen too much of him. <laughs> and so out of nowhere she decides that they see it's fall and she sees someone helping a visually impaired person mm. and she decides that she's going to help them and for some reason she decides to take carrie to barney's and they get separated and she realizes she needs to take off her blindfold to see it's a really strange storyline and it's bizarre. not funny and she's just wandering an Andy around Cohen barney's. Cameo. then he showed up and i was like what's he doing here my putting on Carrie's shoes. Yeah, and of course, the last we saw him, he was at that gay bar. It's like, also, Andy, like, get out of here. Carrie, like, do you love shoes that much that you can't just walk around the mall with your friend? Well, no, um, Petro Alex calls Petrotsky. Oh. And then she has to move to get reception. Gotcha. Okay. And then she says, basically, well, now it's just truly become a recap podcast because one of us hasn't seen it. <laughs> I it's like treat we're not me gonna like I'm the, the listener. <laughs> it's just gonna be basically. Well, then Charlotte and then Charlotte was wearing a blindfold and she stumbles <laughs> into a few things. It's really funny. They're playing like clown music in the background. Um, but then Carrie's like, I figured you should just look for me rather than you looking shoot her looking for Charlotte. Right. Um, another example of Carrie being selfish. When is she not? But it just also feels like there's no Harry. I'm like, why are we seeing Harry and her deal with this? You'll see him next week. He's he's around. He's up to stuff. Mm -hmm. They're up to some stuff next week. Things mm. happen. Don't we get on the dog next week? Mm -mm. What's going on next week with hair? With hair Harry bear? and Charlotte. Yeah. Oh. The ick factor. Is this is this the fucking fromage where they're shitting every which way? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, boy. That's mm. coming for us. I hate that. And I was prepared to talk about every... it this week. <laughs> speaking of shit every which way, Miranda, did you not look at this outline when I sent it and weren't equally like, what is this? No. In the future, just give it a cursory glance. Just I should to make next sure time. we're on the same page. Yep. Because I watched you know, that episode, because you know I watched them multiple times. So, like, right. I watched that episode multiple times. It. Yeah. Well, just revisit last week, you know, and just look at, okay, we're, we were on episode 12 last week. We I don't know why my HBO like skipped. I think it's the button you pressed. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. So, let's get into Miranda. They're super happy. And then they get into the elevator. And in comes Dr. Robert. And he's not happy. He's Would cold. you be? Well, of course they did. If you got dumped for, for Steve, well, you know I think Steve's coming off like a gem this oh season. Oh my god! Please, he's coming off beautifully. 
I really think this is the Steve people like. His accent even seems a little less annoying. Nope. Next week, it doesn't. <laughs> seems a lot goes awry next week. <laughs> in the bowels and Steve's accent. Yeah. At one point, he says, let's go eat some chow. Some it's, chowder. Yeah, it's really bad. But um, my, oh, oh, I, I mean, can now picture be, him. Look, I have to get married here if I can't get this gum off my shoe. Yeah, like, it's a lot of accent work next week. Oh boy. Mm. Oh boy. But what I remember is Dr. Robert, I mean, obviously, like I would hate to get in the elevator with the person that I just told I love you on a cookie and they dumped me for Steve. I wouldn't love that. But that's what you get for dating someone in your building. Look. You're gonna run into them. As Miranda says, why did I have to shit where I eat, you know? She did. She and I, well, maybe in college I got up to some stuff, but I couldn't control That's that different. dorm. Yeah. It, was prox- it was basic proximity. Yeah, you you had what you had, you know? And look, it is small to more, so basically we are all in one big building here. Mm. Where you're seeing every You'd which think one. Detroit would be like that, but I don't run into fucking anybody. Well, it's too big and not enough people. people. There's a lot of space to hide. That's true. And here it's just like you're on top of one another. Wow. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and so they decide, Miranda and Robert both have the same idea, and they decide to walk the stairs. And we get a scene <laughs> which he begins to simulate their sex. He's literally gyrating his hips, making her orgasm noises, and ends by saying, Oh, Robert, no man's ever been this deep. And I thought... And I can, like, hear it. And you people have said that in Just Like That is, like, too cringy. The show didn't used to be like this. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Every, every time i've said i'm attracted to dr robert goes out the window when i think of this scene he's also in a juicy couture sweatsuit he's gross (laughs) i remember this so clearly like clear as day he's got a little beanie on i think his ass says juicy well you know i have to say as someone who didn't watch the episode so i feel like a listener I have to say, you're doing I think a great the listeners job. are watching the episode. No, but I think, I think you're, you're doing it. But I think you're doing a I think great you're job. You're behind us all. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: I've seen these episodes so many times, so like I know what's going on. Okay, so what happens next? Where do you? Where do we go next? With Miranda and Miranda's storyline. You're going to well, be like, well, then they're in that park and then get married. <laughs> no, he, she tells Steve, like, oh my god, he's so in love with me. Like, we have to do something about this. So then no. Steve goes down there. No. Knocks on the door. I would be terrible, like, if I ever this had is to all recount wrong, something to the police. <laughs> no, like, you're, you're somewhat right. She goes upstairs to Steve and okay. says, like, this is crazy. So I seated the elevator hit to him. Mm-hmm. And Steve is like, what the fuck? And she says, we can use it for after, like, 8 p.m. or something. And then he's, she says, he went. he's crazy. He's totally, madly, deeply in love with me. He was talking about how I said no man's ever been in me that deep. And then it cuts to Steve. She says that to Steve? Mm-hmm. With that little face looking so defeated. The little rat thought, face. Come on, Rambo. I mean, do, better. do you think Steve could get deep? Well, no. of course, famously in the movie, the line was cut, but we discover Steve has a nine-inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> so think of Dr. Robert. <sighs> But maybe Steve isn't, like, working it right. Or it's thin and leaky. That's what I... (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like a sad pipe. I think it is a a sad pipe. Just a corroded pipe. Needing to be fixed. (laughs) That's not Steve. Needs, um... Mike Delfino to come come around. Yeah. A lot going on with Mike in season four. Um... (laughs) Mike and Susan, just those two. <laughs> and the pregnancy, the way she they just, are positioning So I'm her obviously pregnancy. rewatching it too. Like Alongside episode. the Scream franchise. Yeah. And um, she just sent Zach Young away. She doesn't. Dana. Oh, yeah, Dana. <laughs> she doesn't want him around yeah. Julie. But then Mike, you know, is devastated and he feels very betrayed. And then she As runs out Julie. in that wedding dress. I haven't gotten to that part. I think that's top of season three. 
I don't even remember what the oh Orson is the mystery in season three. <laughs> Shout out to Orson. Um, so they're packing, they're moving again, mm-hmm. and they discover that the TV is broken. And Miranda's like, it has to have been Robert. And so Steve's like, I'm taking care of this. He goes upstairs, knocks on the door. And Robert opens it. He's got a, like... Robe. He looks like... That satin <laughs> Hugh Hefner robe. Yeah, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. Puffin, as, you know, we once all called him nationally. Remember Puffin? Puffin? <laughs> <laughs> Just me? From the girls next door. Yeah, remember she used to call him Puffin? <laughs> yes. And of course, we all remember Kendra, the girl with that laugh. I was like, I don't think we need to be. Like, I don't even remember her laugh. Oh, Holly and the gang. Hmm. Holly, Kendra, oh, and Madison. No, that's Holly's last name. What was the other girl's name? Jessica. No, it was like Holly, Kendra, and. Aviva? I remember her dog's name. Well, Holly, Madison, and Zach. Bridget. Bridget. Yeah, Bridget was a. Actually, I was going to say she was a darker figure, but I think Mm-mm. she was the one who got in and got out of that she situation did. pretty easily. Yeah, she... I don't know what's up with her now. And then, of course, ne- well, she had a travel show for a bit. It was like, Bridget travels the world. Oh, yeah. That and was Holly had time. Holly's world. And then, of course, we had Kendra, Kendra and, and Hank. Hank. And um, we all know what happened with Hank and <laughs> that dalliance. <laughs> <laughs> Things went pretty catty really towards the end. They were like my Croy and Kim. Like I really thought well, those two kids. They were gonna, did go. They did go that, that way. way. So you weren't you weren't too far off. You Correct. Know? Um, and Robert has multiple different women. Now, what I didn't care for is Carrie in voiceover says, "It seems Alex, what the Russian, wasn't the only one with an international house." No, of course the women were of different races, but they might all be American. I was like, "Look at Carrie, shut the fuck up." Oh God. Carrie really just doesn't. She really annoyed you in this episode you didn't watch? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No. Guys, next episode, (laughs) she really tested She really drove you wild in both this episode you didn't see and next week. Yeah. Um, The one thing I wanted to ask, and I know you haven't seen this, how do you. (laughs) So it's tough to ask, you know. How do you feel. How do you feel about this twist of Dr. Robert? Like, the, his behavior in the Suddenly hallway. Suddenly being a Hoochie Mama? He's now, like, a Lothario. Like, do you feel this is in keeping with the man who just last week put I love you on a cookie? I think this is a man who's deeply heartbroken, and he just needs to get a Rambo. rocks off. And he would behave that way in the hallway? It just feels to me so <clears throat> too much of a drastic turn. It is, but I think we're supposed to read that as, like, he's so heartbroken. It sort of reminds me of Steve's behavior in, in Just Like That Season 2. It's like, this is not of a piece of the character we've no, met. No, no. Like when also he screamed, t- like, get the fuck out! Yeah, and he's like, I built this house! I fucked a Whole Foods brochure! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure he so, said I- all of that and none of it. Yeah. I just think Dr. Roberts doing, you, you know, getting under someone to get over someone. He's getting under multiple women. I thought it would have been nice had the woman, and maybe it was, had she been um, the dancer we saw from two weeks ago. I would have loved that. That would have just been, and maybe that, um, you know, that hostess who I love from that restaurant. God, from season one. (laughs) (laughs) That episode with Amelita Amalfi. Oh my god! I'm always looking a way to get her in there. You, you know? are always looking for a way. Her and Anna Ortiz. If by hook or crook, Anna, I'm going to get them on in just Anna like that. Ortiz is like never going to be on these shows. Uh, she's going to be in in just like that season three. If I've got anything to do with it, and of course I don't. Um, we yet. should. Uh, you never know with that uh, writers and actors strike. We could well, really get our little nasty hands in there as like a new podcaster for Carrie to like pal around with. Yes. <laughs> We're yes. just like living in her apartment like Lisette. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you know Lisette will be so broke she ends up getting roommates in that ramshackle apartment. God. Let's get into Samantha. Now, do you remember what happened with her this episode? Nope. Don't look at the outline. <laughs> <laughs> What's Samantha okay. up to? Hang on. <laughs> it's pre-cancer. Mm-hmm. But About she's one episode third before. On, but she's third on this list, so that means she's got she's up to something. 
a little bit. She fucks Richard, or almost does, in the elevator. She does fuck And then him, she but cries. It's not an elevator. <laughs> really? Oh, no. She goes in the elevator, though, and she, like, says sorry to Smith or something. Yes. Okay. So she doesn't really have too many individual scenes, but we do get a really fun walk and talk between her and Carrie to sort of set this up. Mm-hmm. And she says that she doesn't, she miss. she hears about Carrie's date with the Russian and she's really jealous of the, a man with moves and experience. And she says oh, the only Smith's, the only moves Smith has, she gave to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. There's also a really cute moment where I that I love where she asks Carrie how the date went or something and Carrie responds or how was it and Carrie responds the pancakes delicious exactly what I wanted I couldn't get enough and then she says no the moves and Carrie replies delicious exactly what I wanted I couldn't get enough and I thought these two I know they've got I know the episode next week (laughs) beautiful scene in the back of a cab beautiful scene. You think they really liked one another? I'm like, I just don't get it. I just don't. Oh, acting, damn baby, it. acting. The girls also, these I days. I feel like we're never. flying through this. We are because you're just like Sam. Do you remember what happened here? Nope, I don't. But I do. Uh oh. I did. I remembered. Um. So then Smith wants to attend a teen posse party, which of course was giving me big pussy party, pussy posse vibes. Mm. <laughs> Um, and it, it, we find out it's hosted by Richard, which makes Samantha want to go. Have and, you ever been with anybody, like, where you thought, like, they're just, they don't have the moves? Like, you felt mm-hmm. like Samantha feels, like, where you're like, wow, Certainly, like, I like, miss... dates, but I've never been in a relationship, relationship with, someone with someone like that. Where I was like, no, this is, like... I have definitely, actually, no, I should say maybe not move sexually, but I've definitely been in relationships where I felt there was an inequity between us. In what Intellectually. Way? Oh. Yeah. I How see, about you? I, um, I definitely have, like, been in, like, many, <clears throat> like, not relationships, but, like, been casually dating people. And I'm just like, they don't, like, they're not, like, flirty or energ- energetic enough for me. You know, like they don't have like that, like Richard Wright type of like. like I know rapport. is that the energy you're looking for? No, but like in in compare in relation to Samantha, like that's what she was attracted oh, to. It. Like she liked that like flirty like. Well, thing. she said, "I want someone to pull, pull me down, throw me down, and fuck me and fuck me." And the thing is, I feel Smith does that. No, but remember how we saw a few weeks ago she was he was fingering her, and she had to say like, "Okay, now go across my ridge, now push there." Yeah, she had to teach him. And she, we've seen that a lot, you know. Yeah. The Even only thing she he's had ever the, directed him, or ever, he, he ever directed her to do is grow a bush out. Yeah, and even, and she was like, no, thank you, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, and we even, he, she pursued him. Mm-hmm. Remember, she tried to give him money, she fixed his career. I mean, they've really put her in the power position there. Yeah. And I think, like, I mean, as we talked about with Courtney and David, you know, Nobody wants to be anyone's mommy. And, and I think she To be clear, we're talking about Courtney Cox and David Arquette for the listeners. What other Courtney and David I just yeah, wanted I, to make sure people I knew. I swear to God, if one if one listener thought I was talking about anybody other than Courtney Cox and David Arquette. I'm just making sure. I don't know another Courtney. I don't know another David. You know another Courtney? Courtney Love? When I am thinking of a Courtney, it's Courtney Cox. Well, me too. And then the Courtney's from As Told by Ginger, and then maybe Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah. It's like a real, and then like Courtney, like a friend from college, Courtney, a girl like in my middle school. I'm not landing on Courtney Love for quite some time. I don't know why I landed on her so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touch. I don't touch down with Courtney Love. I mean, I do like that one song, Don't Make Me Over, but after mm-hmm. that, it's like, what's going on with her? And David, I mean, maybe it's spooky season and Scream is top of mind, but I mean, I think What's another David? David Foster? Our cat's got him beat in my book. Yeah, that little mustache. Yeah, I don't know. David. But yeah, so like like you said, Courtney and David, like she just felt like she was his mommy. And like, no one wants to hear about so many famous Davids. It's going to be like, we are going to feel so dumb. (laughs) I know. I'm like David Sy's husband from Roni. David. <laughs> like I I'm really I blanking on a David. Famous. Famous David. David's. Well, now I'm getting famous. David Beckham. 
<laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of David. David Duchovny, <laughs> who we covered just a few weeks ago. David Borean. David Fencher, of course, one of my David favorite David Arquette directors. is the one, two, He's three. not even listed. You know, you have to go down for show more. <laughs> I've clicked show he's more. Below, he's below. Is he he's on, on the mine. Un- I'm not. I'm not getting. He's on mine. I'm getting David Niven. <laughs> I'm. I've got David Harbor, David but Copperfield, David Google Letterman, famous Davids, and see David Beckham and David <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> and I just watched the documentary and I loved it. He's been very the... top of mind for me. Oh, I have been thinking like, God, he's back in my top five. You know? I know. <laughs> and yet, and have, maybe it's because I have such respect for him now. He's Beck's in my mind. Like, I, I've, you know what, Chris? I'm so he's so not a David to me he's anymore. Not he's a like David. he's Beckham. He's Beckham. He's Beckham. He's, Bex, he's Beckham. He's Lord Beckham, if he's anything, in my opinion. Like, I'm thinking of him so highly. So highly. I'm like, first of all, we he's need a reality a show. He needs to be... I was like, should he do a 15-minute stand-up set? Like, this guy's fucking funny. Hilarious. He's I'm obsessed. Oh, has he written a book? <laughs> I don't think so, but he needs to. He needs to. He's everything to me. I know. But to David, see Beckham... To see that... <laughs> to see David to see Beckham... Bowie. David Bowie and David Letterman and David Schwimmer, a co-star. Uh, a co-star of Courtney. You know? <laughs> David Spade, you know, a lot of Davids. There's so many famous I'm David. David Archuleta, you know. Again, all of these people listed above one David, David Arquette. David. I'm like, there's only one David in my book, baby. Oh, my God. Seeing David Attenborough, of course, a famous British thinker. This is upsetting. Um, I... And now I'm like, hold on, famous Courtney's. No, I literally just Googled that. Famous, famous Courtney's. Okay, so... Not not such a list come up. Right, Right, so I'm going to say Courtney Cox. She's scooped the market on that one. Can't say David has. No, he certainly. Well, maybe to us he has. <laughs> to me, he's everything to me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, David so Beckham I googled. I googled famous women named Courtney. Wow. And she's got to be first, right? She's not even on this list. What the fuck? She's not even on this list, Chris. Well, I don't course, recognize a single No, maybe, single of course, Sam, we were in the person. sea, of course. We had the sea of it all. But, of course, there's Kate Courtney. Oh, I was in the <laughs> sea of it all. <laughs> I was like, no, why? Every time I've said this name, someone's, like, flashing to me that I hate. Yeah, it's was. Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Courtney Cox isn't even on this list. I, I, I'm seeing that, and it's really hurtful. <laughs> why is... These are She's women I've never, never and heard some of. men that I've never even seen. Yeah. Shall we try to get back to the show? Okay, wait. One one more thing. Who is the most famous Courtney in the world? She is the third most famous Courtney. Who's first? You know what it is? They're saying she spells it different. Courtney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's right. No, I you know what? It is. Courtney? It's, it's C-O-U-R-T-E-N-E-Y. N-E-Y. Okay, I feel much better. That'll really get you. But you know what? It's that, that extra us. E that put her over the top. <laughs> yes. What a queen. You know, Barbara had to take an A out. Courtney had to put an E in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where but to we? see David Beckham, that was really tough. And Bowie. <laughs> Bowie really took me out. My eyes bugged out of my head. I saw David Beckham and I was like, are oh. we okay? And I genuinely Googled it like, genuinely, no, like he is, he is be, number one. Like, truly, I thought his picture is going to show up. Like, he is the most famous David. Yeah. There are several. There's a few. He made a bigger cultural impact. Yeah. Not to me, though, as you know, the screen movies raised me. Um, I'm not sure I've seen him literally in anything else except an episode of Friends and an episode of Cougar Town. So his career has really followed Courtney's. Courtney. Love her. Um, so they get over to this party and Richard's flirting with her and sort of putting Smith down. Mm-hmm. I like the moment where Smith is like, I'm sober. And he's like, you kids today. Yeah. He's like, fuck the fuck up. 
So Samantha decides to head upstairs and Mm -hmm. Smith comes over and is like, well, first of all, his friends, they play these 20 year olds. I remember (laughs) that. And they're like, he's putting like gumballs in his mouth. It's so funny. (laughs) And it's not gumballs. It's like pigs in a blanket. But have you been around 20 year olds recently? Of that's how not. it feels. Like that's right, how but it that's literally not the feels. Reality of it is. No, They're but not... that's how it feels to be around people who are twenty. <laughs> yeah, but so then he's like, "I gotta go," and so mm-hmm. when he, she's going upstairs with Richard Smith, says, "Can I come?" And she says, "You go be with your friends, and I'll go be with mine." Then of course mm-hmm. it cuts to Richard, and he's like, "Come on, gorgeous." Yeah. And then it cuts to them in a hotel room, and he's fucking her from behind. And they actually fuck. Yeah, and he's like pounding away, and she looks dead inside. It is the most. It's giving the first episode of Sex and the City. Except she wasn't being fucked in that first one. Yeah, but she was like looking so sad. Remember when Truman Capote or not Capote Duncan? (laughs) (laughs) It was not, um, you know, a famous Gothic writer. Should we Google who the most famous Truman is? Capote Duncan. Capote Duncan, my man, my man, my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, this is so sad to me. I, and it's that makes me so sad for her. But we talked about Dr. Robert being different. I also thought, and of course Samantha's not into this um act, but like the one thing like we were always supposed to feel with Richard is is that like he's got this large sexual prowess. And he's just a fucking nasty in this scene, just like maybe using Samantha he, in this way. Maybe because maybe that's the now way... she wants sex more collaboratively. Yeah, she doesn't want to be used like a body. Mm-hmm. She's really learned. Mm-hmm. She's done some teaching. She's realizing like she doesn't want to be the less powerful one in the relationship. Like the the power dynamic is different with her and Richard, and yeah. she's like, I actually don't want that. It doesn't wow. make me feel good. Seems for someone who hasn't seen this, you got a lot of insights. <laughs> but then she gets on the elevator and Smith says, I just wanted to make sure you got home. And she says, I hate myself for doing this to you. And I thought, yeah, you should. Like, yeah. that's really shitty. shitty and also, fuck. Smith, have some self-respect. Like, you should not sit there and wait for her. Like, that's a terrible thing. I would never wait for someone while they fucked someone upstairs. Are you fucking kidding me? To a never. Party like, I, and I think that this is why people like Smith, that he's this devoted character who will serve her in any way. But that's what makes him uninteresting and unrealistic to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing had she even had like the night gone on and she ended up at home and he was waiting at the door. Mm-hmm. But to wait downstairs by the elevator. While she's getting fucked. While she gets literally dicked down by this terrible man. She's limping because she's been fucked raw. It's terrible. I terrible. know. I know. I, I don't love that her. for him. And I think it's just a little too cruel. I feel like they, everyone in this episode is behaving in a way that I just don't, doesn't, this doesn't feel like Samantha to me. No. It might feel like Samantha to break up with him and say, I'm doing this, but to like just cavalierly go upstairs with Miss Richard Wright. It's like really when shitty. When was the last time we saw him? Did we leave him in Vegas with his Atlantic City? <laughs> Atlantic City with his legs wide open and that woman coming so. in with her Terry Cloth robe. Mm hmm. And she was like, I can't do this. And of course, she'll leave Smith similarly when she says, I love you, but I love me more. Mm-hmm. A lot of circular writing with Michael Patrick King. Is it good or is it lazy? Um, <laughs> and I do appreciate the elevator scene of her crying because it does call back mm-hmm. to the first time she met Richard and the tears in that elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, this time she has someone to help support her, and I get its appeal. But I, don't I get know. it I just too. Thought Smith needed to man the fuck up, but it's like just, woman up. Buddy. I would have liked it if she maybe like came down the elevator, was really sad, thought he left or something, and then like she sees him smoking a cigarette outside or something, or like something like a moment of Richard. like that like, would she be gets really nice. And changes her mind. I would have loved that. And then maybe she comes downstairs and sees him flirting with someone because she just dismissed him. Like, it's just yeah. something, It's it feels too cruel. Well, she kind of did that to Richard at that one, um, at yeah, that party. Yeah, but those two with, were buck wild. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
mean, he was grabbing people's asses. She was <laughs> fucking JJ in a bathroom. Where's he? But she couldn't fuck JJ. He was around for a long time, a lot, and then suddenly gone. <laughs> Although, and by a lot, you mean like four episodes. That's a lot for a reoccurring character. That's true. We haven't seen Stanford that much. <laughs> we have not. All right, let's get into old Carrie and Alex. So she gets home and he's written her a handwritten letter inviting her to a date in the park. Mm-hmm. And she goes and they aggressively make out on a bench. Mm-hmm. I love that. Are you remembering this? Yes, I do. I remember her, like, her curly hair. Yeah, she's wearing a crazy coat and yep. a silk outfit. She looks mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember, like, they're making out. On the bench. Apologies. Um, And then we go to this perfume scene, which is one of the most overwritten scenes in the history of this show. I do remember this, yeah. We're getting a lot of like, am I a peppermint patchouli? I'm thinking of taking a lava. Yes, that's right. A lava. And she says it about 90 million times. Miranda's rolling her eyes and like, can you shut the fuck up, please? Yeah. They got Charlotte saying it. We got Miranda, we got Samantha doing rhymes. I was like, this is, I like that we broke out of the brunch table, but everyone's behaving like there's crack in this perfume they're sniffing. It's very annoying. Yeah. And I also just thought like, again, you are a sex writer in your mid, late 30s. You mm-hmm. see, a concept of a lover that, like, a casual sex partner... Well, as we know, Carrie's but we've not even, very sexual. But we know she's had casual sex partners. Remember the guy who but sold beepers? But I think beepers? maybe a lover is, like, European Like, what's the difference between... <laughs> remember the like dude who sold beepers European. or phones I remember. I just think, like, this feels European and, like, more adult. Like, a lover. Like, you're having a lover. Right, it's the same thing as the fuck buddy episode. A hundred percent it is. It just felt like, you're right, they just needed to gussy the word up a bit, mm-hmm. like, so we could tell the same story. And it's like, we've already watched this, we've seen her come to the realization that that's not what she wants. In fact, that's the first episode of this show. Yep. <laughs> Circular Here storytelling. Here we are. <laughs> and yeah. so then we go over to a bikini wax with a Russian woman. Remember this? Oh my god. And she's like, how do I say this? she makes those faces. Spasiba. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this woman isn't being paid enough, both the actress and the bikini wax person. I know. In the show and out. Yeah. Now, I've never had a bikini wax, but it just, like, control It's not enjoyable. Of course it isn't, but come on. My thing is, is, like, you're going in there knowing it's painful, so it's, like, just kind of, like, manage. And shut up. Mm Mm-hmm. This woman doesn't want to teach you Russian. No, she does not. And so then we go back to the apart to Alex's apartment. And I appreciate, though, how forward Carrie is. He offers her fruit or a martini. And she says, why don't you show me upstairs? And I feel like we just haven't seen that sort of sexually forward Carrie in a while. And that mm-hmm. was nice. But then things went askew. When he started nibbling on that back. Oh, I missed it? I was like, oh boy, there he goes. I'm sorry. I love him. I love everything he does. Oh, look, he does something later in the episode that truly I rewound about 97 times. More than you have watched this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then the next morning she wakes up and she goes downstairs in his shirt which I feel like a very girlfriendy thing to do. Okay, like, but like no one's actually fucking doing that. I would I put on a shirt in the morning with no he pants. He is Is it your shirt? Um it depends on like if I was sleeping at a guy's apartment and it was his. Maybe. Would you wear his shirt? Not like a white button down cuz I'm not I'm a crazy saying. person. That's but like what if I'm he saying. had like a sweater, yeah. Oh my god, one time I was at this guy's apartment and i wanted to be like that cute girl that like wore like his shirt then you like bumbled down the stairs as no, like music played. he gave me a shirt i put it on it was another girl shirt no it was too small for me it was he was so small that like it it fit me too well like it was like my shirt it was awful and it's devastating i would have i wanted I- to literally <laughs> Like I would have like ran through I wanted the wall to have this, and then like, there would have been a sexy moment like where I'm like in his shirt and then he gives it to me and it's literally 
there would have been like, like a fan shaped wall hole in the wall and he would be like i can't fit through this this is odd yeah it's so small i know oh. it was and there are all these people working and she feels really uncomfortable, but he's made pancakes. And what I like about this is, is it once again layers, sort of like last week when he says, you'll like it, that sort of she has to get used to the fact that his world is so large mm-hmm. and that she's sort of this one thing in a much larger production. Mm-hmm. And even he says, oh, they're what make me Alexander Petrotsky, basically. Like, yeah. I would I'd just be an artist holding a sign that his world is like, Epic. Like, you never really got like a engineered. sense engineered. Yeah, but you never really got a sense of Big's pers- professional life Well, that's the thing I was going to say is, like, he, Alex, like, lets her in in a way that, like, Big never really, like... But I think what it does, though, is, is at least in Big's compartmentalization, when they were together, you get all of his attention. This is like, oh, I'm one thing in this larger, like... Even the morning after sex, like, this machine has to keep going. Like, I have to go to Paris and you have to come with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I thought that was a really subtle way to do it. And then he says, I got to go to Amsterdam. And so leaves her in the apartment with the pancakes and these strangers. She's still got no pants on. <laughs> How humiliating. And they're probably like, oh, another girl. Like, here we He's go. Just, Bitch, I'm so tired of her. Mm-hmm. Then she Googles him. And finds a site about all his loves. Mm-hmm. And he comes back from That's Amsterdam. Horrible. Yeah. I'm so glad that doesn't exist for, like, regular people. Yeah. Could you imagine you if there imagine? was, like, a sexual directory? <laughs> Type in the name and it's just, like, Mailer Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Too many results. Um, and so they sleep together again when she goes over mm-hmm. and he goes to work and she says in voiceover something along the lines of, I knew this wasn't for me. I'm not that type of Google. Oh, <sighs> now I'm sure Google was like new <laughs> and maybe we thought that was really clever, but what the hell does that even mean? I mean, I get it. It's, I'm not that type of girl, but well, like, what does it really mean? <laughs> but I'm not that type of Google. You're not that type of search engine? Hmm. You more ask Jeeves? Yeah. I think people were really Bing. using the term Google back then. Like, I think this is, like, when it became, like, a verb. Yeah. Um. And so she goes over, and this is the first time we see his major light installations he's working on. And Those <laughs> ugly-ass I love this man. But whatever they're trying to conceive that his art is, thank God they never show it fully finished. Thank God. Because it is... Horrible. A fright. He's literally got, like, one of those scary masks on that, like... Welder masks. He's got fire in his hand. (laughs) In an apartment. Yeah, like, what's the code At the end of the day, this is a residential building. (laughs) Yeah, if I was his neighbor, I'd be like, tamp down. Can the apartment rest? No, absolutely not. Of course, he has the floor, but the people beneath him. Right. Um, And then he says, she says something about what about the other women? And he says, there are no other women. And she says, why why me? And then he does this thing where he sort of shrugs and looks at her and goes, why me? And it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Go back and look at it if you haven't. Well, of course, Sam hasn't seen it. It's been a while. <laughs> but if you had, you know what I was talking about. I can like, it rivaled, see it. It rivaled him in that Gap ad. <laughs> Why me? Why me? I like and that he turned it around on her. I do. Because Carrie's... As always asking who, fucking questions. Me, someone who's a dizzy Carrie, like, I know this so well remember when she terrorized big and got him out of bed and to come to that party and then she was like i just want someone to stand still with me like bitch it's 4 a.m yeah in the park yeah put your fucking coat on and let's go yeah been there girl (laughs) dizzy dizzy behavior yeah and then something along the lines of so what is this about the art and she says i don't know and of course that's supposed to be them oh Something. Well, we talk about the fashion, of course, but you, you, you haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Didn't get your eyes on this one. Uh, would you like to talk about the fashion for next week? Did you like Miranda's wedding dress? 
I really hated Steve's t- suit. He wears this like charcoal gray suit with this like some burgundy tie. And I think it's so fucking ugly. I saw somebody's wedding this weekend on TV and the husband had the most hideous suit. Who? Hmm. Who got married? Whose wedding would I have been watching? No, I'm married on Desperate Housewives. (laughs) Who was it? It, who was it first of all we've been recording for so long and I, my my light source is the outdoors i am now guys appearing to sam fully as a disembodied like there's no bad <laughs> it is a pitch dark in this room there's no light this is the fucking winter and i know baby. that the I'm episode just... well i know the episode's only an hour long but we've been talking for quite some time but then we had a little pre-conversation with king brian and now i am ensconced in darkness <laughs> really honestly i've never looked better i'm like what is even my light source and it is this computer i'm illuminated solely by a screen i feel like i blinked and suddenly you're in the dark <laughs> like, and you didn't mention it i just looked up and saw it and was like whoa <laughs> Can I get some fucking light on? (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. Will you take a photo of that really quick as a visual aid for the Patreon? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's worth joining, guys, just to see. I literally look like the Blair Witch Project. Truly, like I'm facing the wall, Blair Witch style. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Ghostface is on his way. And in fact, I've been I'm sure it's been that way for an hour. Like, oh, for sure. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, it, oh, so it was Candace Dillard Bassett's wedding and it was Chris Bassett's suit. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the men this week, we had Steve, Dr. Robert, Alex and Smith and of course, Richard. And I know I gave Smith a lot of guff, but I'm going to give it to Smith this week. I'll give it to Smith. Well, if you want to give it to the back nibbler, you go on ahead. (laughs) From not having seen the episode. Yeah, it is tough. You haven't seen any of Mm -hmm. the men this week. But I've seen them in general. These aren't new people. These aren't new players. Well, a lot of them were behaving like new players. I'm, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to give it to Steve. (laughs) I'm going to give it to Steve. He had to take that. damn good. He had to take, okay. He had to take that bullet, you know, of... You had to take one for the team and see yeah. his future wife's ex-boyfriend just big dick slinging. Yeah, it's tough, you know. And um, now this is, of course, a very tough question to ask because you didn't watch it. But what? what would you give this out of ten? I would give your. What would your recap? memory? What would you? My a two. I know. I would give your recap a nine. Wow, that's so kind. Yeah, because having seen the episode so many times and then hearing you talk about it, I do. it does bring it all back. I'm sure everyone's like, I literally have no idea what episode he's talking about. He had a stroke and now <laughs> yeah. he's in darkness. Um, it was I'd tough at the beginning of the episode a... hearing that synopsis. Yeah, Charlotte turns her purpo- pain into and purpose. Like, pain into purpose. Like, did I she? Like, I thought poops? she mostly had the shits. Yeah. I, I thought so she confused. was mostly running the bathroom left and right. Mm. I can hear Harry saying that fucking fromage in my yeah. nightmares. And when they're eating Tasty Delight, and he's like, I know romance, baby. I'm like, Harry, come on. I know. And then he just takes her to dinner and shits all night. <laughs> and it's like, I think you guys probably go to a nice dinner all the time. I know. I'm like, this isn't <laughs> romance. Yeah. And then they get the shits, which mm-hmm. I guess that's... Lo- and I don't like that the show's like, that's love. Well, I think it, Carrie says something like, that's like real, like partnership or something i'm like i think it's that's real romance and they're holding hands <clears throat> on the floor emptied out they are on the floor yeah, yeah. Well, what would you rate at this episode that you watched seven. a seven okay yeah that's um, a solid a, that's solid yeah and a lot of it's um my dislike of it is again i just remember the samantha storyline which feels so impactful the return of richard it feels like she's in the episode for six minutes like, they really just squeeze her in and out. And I would love to know if we were at all-time high tension on the set, and that's why she's barely on the show. Well, we get a lot of her next week. A lot? Did you count the clock? I'm going to start counting, like, time. The S- Samantha clock? 
Yeah, I'm just, because I need to know, because I feel like she's clocking in less and less. She definitely is. Yeah. That one episode, she just simply held his hand. And that it was, was like the story arc. And she was like, I fell into it. I feel like she might be in CG, doing most of the CGI style. For sure. Like Marvel movies. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening um, and watching if you did, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't give that to everybody. <laughs> we hope you'll join us again next week when we both discuss and watch. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I've never actually said we have to watch the episode. It does say when I we discuss. I watched the wrong one. And to do that multiple times is really upsetting. Will you be rewatching it for next week? I or will. You think you, you think you got it? No, I'll rewatch it. When we discuss season six, episode 14, The Ick Factor, mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can support us by joining Patreon at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. And you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. And I'm at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. Oh my god, and this is our last podcast before your birthday, so happy 31st. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you'd you'd done your job. I know. (laughs) Sorry. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.